0: you've spelunked into the Mad Cave. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, spelunkers of all kinds, shapes and sizes, welcome back to another episode of the Mad Cave. I appreciate you all understanding me needing to take a break last week. I will get into why, what happened and kind of just an overall life update for for your spelunker Matt here. Um... And then, and that's not because I am i don't have much to talk about this week. It's a part of it, but it's not the entire reason. So, I'll, I'll go over Real Salt Lake because that is the main show in town this, this summer, really. And they're doing a pretty good job. So, I'll go over what they're doing, what the deal is with the scheduling right now, as far as who they're playing, why they're doing it, etc., And then I'll go over some interesting comments that Coach Witt, Coach Whittingham, over at the University of Utah said about Coach Prime, Coach Deion Sanders over at Colorado. So uh, it might not be a long episode this week, but I am here. I am alive. I'm ready to do it. So as always, please do hit that whatever button that makes things happy wherever you listen. Five stars, share it around, do what you need to do. I would appreciate it. Helps out a lot. Helps get a lot more spelunkers in here. And as you all know, as I say every week, this is what I want to do for a living. So please, 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 let's let's bring as many people in here as possible, shall we? All right. So where was I last week? So what happened was this. I was driving the Matmobile, as I'm calling it, because I'm narcissistic and I can I'm not really it's just what I'm calling my car so my car was making some interesting noises as I was driving home from work the other week and so I thought huh that's weird haven't heard those noises before and it was like a rumbling grumbling noise and it was all around my car too It was like in a specific spot was making it louder than the others. so I went I should probably take this somewhere so I took it into a mechanic shop I'm not going to say who But I took it in and they said I needed to repair my, I have the uh, receipt here, I needed to replace my hub assembly and my brake rotors on all four tires, or all four wheels, or I'm not a car guy, so, you know, where your wheels are, you have your brakes and you have where they sit and all four of them on my car needed to be fixed and replaced lovely uh for those i'll just let you know what kind of car i have i have a dodge challenger 2016 i don't know the specs on it like i said i'm not a car guy but i love the way the challenger looks and i've always wanted one so i jumped on the opportunity to get one because it was in my price range boy did that change pretty fast so i got all of those fixed the guys where i took it were great Um, He did a wonderful job. He kept me on the loop on everything. On why he was recommending what needed to be done. And just very anti-mechanic of him. He was friendly. He was helpful. And he wanted to make sure that I knew exactly what needed to be replaced and why. So, cool. Got all of those replaced. Cost me about $1,300, $1,400. Cool. He calls me. He says, it's all fixed. It's all ready to go. But... And you love to hear that from a mechanic, like, the the, the the professions that you don't want to hear but from are generally your mechanic, uh, a doctor, or a teacher. So he said, it got it all fixed, it's all good, but I'm going to need you to drive around with me in it so you can hear what I'm hearing on the car. I thought, wonderful. It's never just one thing. Because initially I went in, they said it was only two of each of those the rotor and the and the hub assembly and then it turned out to be all four needed to be replaced and then they got all those replaced then he comes he picks me up i start driving the car and there's this loud rattling going on just really really bad and so oh turns out well you need something fixed that we don't do at our shop because it takes a little bit more of a delicate hand than what we can do what was it that needed to be fixed then? Well, I have the other receipt from the other mechanic right here. An entire driveline replacement. So the guy at the one mechanic shop, the first mechanic shop, said it was a carrier bearing. I thought, all right, cool. And I asked him, how much did that cost me? He said, oh, around 600 bucks for the part, 300 for the labor. I went, ah, oh, that's oh, fine. Whatever, I just want to get it fixed. And I went into this other mechanic just next door... And he said, yeah, that might be the case. Let me get it up and listen to it and I'll call you and I'll tell you what needs to happen. Well, it turns out (laughs) Dodge does not sell the individual part I needed to get fixed on my car. I needed the entire drive. What was that? I just said, let's see. Driveline replaced the entirety of the driveline. Again, I'm not a car guy. I can't tell you what that is, but it's very important. The, the the guy at the shop the second shop I went to said I don't feel comfortable letting you drive home on this do you have any other cars I said well I'm lucky enough that I'm a millennial so I get to live in my mother's basement and she has a car so no I don't necessarily need my car this week he said all right that's great leave it here we're gonna order in the part it needs to come in from Denver because that's where the warehouse is and I said great that all sounds good how much is that going to cost me and he said it's gonna cost you about nineteen hundred dollars. Wow. Well, it turns out it wasn't 1900; it was 1700. But just, uh, <clears throat> but got it fixed, and the noises I was hearing when I drove home that day from work not there anymore. I only hear the hum of my V6 and my music or my podcast, whatever I happen to be listening to, and that's it. So yay, the car's fixed and ready to go. Boo, I owe three thousand extra dollars on this car. And I'm a millennial that lives in his mother's, ba- a mother's basement and works a job that pays him too little to move out. So I kind of had a mental breakdown last week. It, you know, the world kind of crashed in on me all at once. And I just, I couldn't give you guys the show that you deserved. It, I would have put out something that I would not have been proud of. And it just would have been just a bad show all around. So that's why I decided, no, I'm not going to do a show this week. And now I'm telling you what happened. Uh, I'm not afraid to admit that, yeah, I broke down a little bit. I, it's a lot. It's a lot of money. The economy is not as strong as people would tell you it is. The average millennial is very far behind the eight ball. And I'm just one of those lucky millennials. So I do get to have a car, but it's a trade-off. Do I get to have a car or do I get to go live outside of my mother's basement? I opt to have the car and maybe that was the wrong decision, but I also have student loans too. So it all, you know, it all just kind of hit me all on that, that weekend where the guy was like, yeah, it's going to cost this much to fix it and it's not safe to drive. And I thought, well, that's wonderful. I can't afford that, but that's why we have credit cards, right? To keep us down. So yeah, that's why there was no show last week, Spelunkers. Not being real with you. I'm being honest. I can't afford $3,000 fix on my car. I can't. Uh, th- I'm not going to smoke screen you. I'm not going to say I'm in I'm in a better position than I am. I- I'm not. But I'm also not asking for sympathy. I'm not asking for money. I'm not asking for anything. I'm just being real with you. I'm just saying this is where I'm at in life. I'm not happy about it, and I had a little mental a mental snap because of everything crashing down all at once. So that's where I was. I I, I do apologize. I guess that I'm not stronger that I can't compartmentalize that a little bit better, but it's so I could actually be there for you last week. But hey, at least I'm here for you this weekend and this week for here in Utah. We have a state holiday that a lot of businesses take off. Uh, I work for a company that does not take the day off. So I don't get a three day weekend. So I'll be at work on Monday. But... For those of you who are like me, here's the show, and let's get into it. Enough. That was nine minutes of me whining and complaining about my life. That's enough of that. All right. So let's talk about Real Salt Lake, shall we? Real Salt Lake is, well, there's no other way to put it. They're on fire. They're on fuego. They haven't lost a game in forever, and they are currently sitting, get this, in third place in the Western Conference, and they're tied with a team that I still consider is the best in MLS, in LAFC, LAFC just needs to get it all together. They they got they got their world rocked when they didn't win the 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 Nations League, and they kind of need to rebuild their their psyche after that. But they they're, they're starting to do that, and they're starting to turn back into the team that everyone thinks that they are. Real Salt Lake is tied with that team. The only difference is goal differential, and sound the horn celebrate, you know, good times. Come on, get cool in the gang in here. Real Salt Lake has a positive goal differential for the first time all season. They're plus one. Hey, they did it! So, that's awesome. Their new signing has been just... I uh, there, There's really no other way to say it. A godsend. Like, this guy used to play for LAFC, and then he went down to South America to play for a while. And... Uh, it's just a joy to watch the attack with him on the pitch. So, forgive me, I might say his name wrong, but it's Christian Arango, and he is just... He's just a class player all the way around. He's what Real Salt Lake has been missing. Is just a dynamic person up front that can threaten the defense so that it collapses and it can get our talented wingers, Gomez, Anderson Julio, Jefferson Savarino, uh, Bodhi Hidalgo, Diego Luna, any of you, pick your take, pick your poison and have them come up on the sides and score goals, get quality chances. Because if you remember a few weeks ago, I said, Real Salt Lake looks really good, it's just their chances aren't very quality. They have a lot of quantity, there's just not quality in their finishing. Well, now there's quality in their finishing because they have that guy. You know, it's like what Albert Rosnack used to be, or what um, Rubio Rubin wishes he was, or Dammer Craylock used to be before he had that really bad back injury last year. So, this team is fun to watch. I encourage you to watch this team on Apple TV or to go down to America First Field. Ugh, down to the Riot, is what it used to be called, Rio Tinto, and watch this club. They're fun. They are fun. And it's it's not it's not Real Salt Lake soccer like it used to be or football like it used to be, where it was, you know, 10 back, one forward, and then we're going to hopefully get, get them on a counterattack and score. That's not this team at all. And it's very fun to watch. So what they're playing right now, they're playing. They're not playing in MLS competition. They're not playing in the, the MLS Cup. Um, they're playing in something called the Leagues Cup. Now it's something that MLS and the soccer governing body of the United States has been trying to do with Mexico for many, many a year now, and it's trying to get an inter international competition where the clubs from both Liga MX, which is the Mexican uh, uh, football league an MLS into a competition like the Champions League over in Europe and just kind of, you know, duke it out to see who's the best. So this iteration of it has been going on since about 2019, which isn't very good because one year it was canceled due to, well, you guessed it, COVID, and the second time it was canceled due to fixture congestion. Meaning that if they were to try to play these games, it would be too many games for the players, and it was not in the players' or the club's best interest to do it. So really, it's only been two seasons, (laughs) this year and its first year, where it's actually mattered. So that's where Real Salt Lake and pretty much all of MLS and Liga MX are playing right now. And so, to kick it off for Real Salt Lake, they faced off against Seattle, who is supposed to be a better team than Real Salt Lake, right? Normally, they are. That's why Freddie Juarez, the former manager of the team, left. He left to go be an assistant manager, or I guess assistant to the manager, in Seattle. And that's why Albert Rusnak left. He left to follow Freddie Juarez to Seattle. And to be fair, the Sounders are one point behind Real Salt Lake in the regular season standings. Boy, you wouldn't have guessed it last night. Real Salt Lake, gangbusters. They were so good. The other night. And they just demolished Seattle 3-0. Yes, it was in Sandy, Utah. So it was a home game. But this year, that hasn't mattered as much. Real Salt Lake has actually been better on the road than at home. They've only really recently discovered their home form of years past. So that was a really good way to kick off the competition. Um, It doesn't help that Marcelo Silva got a straight red card, which means he is now banned for two matches oops Um, but yeah I mean the possession was actually pretty even it was actually Real only had 47% of the possession but get this shots on goal so it's not about the quantity of possession it's about the quality of the possession you get Real Salt Lake had 19 shots on goal 8 on target Seattle had 7 shots on goal 1 on target Corner kicks were even, and Zach McMath only had to make one save, whereas the keeper for Seattle had to make four. So it could have been worse. <laughs> it could have been 7-0 for Real Salt Lake. Wow. And for the last half hour of the game, Real Salt Lake played a man down, but that didn't matter. They, <laughs> they, they even got another goal. Rubio Rubin got a goal at, at the 88th minute. So... Really good stuff from Real Salt Lake. They face off against Monterey, a club from Mexico, next. Um, That will be interesting to see how the boys in Cobalt and Claret uh, fare against a very challenging team. Recent run of form would tell you that, you know, (laughs) Real Salt Lake is going to win this, but that doesn't really mean anything in a tournament. And this game, it'll be interesting to see. It happens Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. on Apple TV if you have a subscription to that. If not, just wait for the highlights to come out on YouTube like I do. There's too many streaming options out there, man. Too many. But that is where it stands with Real Salt Lake. Fun team to watch. A lot of stuff happening. And it's no longer the malaise of what it was When MLS forced the former owner, Deloy Hansen, who I happen to be working at a company that he owns, but neither here nor there, and they forced the sell from him, and there was really no direction because the league owned the club. Well, now the league no longer owns the club. There's a vision. There's progress being made, and it's good progress. Alright, so that's it for Real Salt Lake. Really quick update for all of you Las Vegas Raiders fans. Uh, If you remember a few months ago, I said that Jimmy Garoppolo and the Raiders could be in trouble because the reason that it took so long for him to have his press conference, his introductory press conference, is because he actually failed his physical. His initial physical, he failed because he needed to have surgery on his foot. Well, good news, Raiders fans! Jimmy Garoppolo is all systems go. He's passed his his pre-training camp physical. So you've got your quarterback. <clears throat> Bad news is your running back, your all-league awesome Josh Jacobs running back, is not happy. And not no, no running backs in the NFL are happy right now, so Josh Jacobs is just among them. But there's no long-term deal coming to any of them, really. So, the best player on the Raiders might not be showing up to training camp, which is always a bad thing because you need that time to get acclimated to your teammates, the playbook, your coaching staff, etc. So, yikes. Good news, but, I mean, with the Raiders, it's always one step forward, two steps back, right? Well, you're just kind of informed there. All right, lastly, let's talk about what... the. Basically, Pac-12 media days happened this past week. Uh, I'm not going to get really too far into it because I'm going to be doing one week per Utah FBS school. It's going to start with Utah State and end with Utah. Um, And so I'll go over this in depth a little bit more later. But I did want to bring this up. So a lot of people are not happy with how Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, is... Running things at Colorado. They weren't happy about him being straight up and honest, telling the kids, hey, most of you just aren't good enough to hack it. And so those kids left. I don't agree with how he said it, but I do agree with the expectations that he laid out for what he wants his program to be. I agree completely with that. Instead of lying, instead of tiptoeing around the subject, beating around the bush. Coach Prime just straight up said it. Now, I don't think he should have had his camera crew there to film the entire thing. I think that was a little, uh, no, no. let's just say not good. But I agree with how he's like straight up, I want to win and you guys aren't what I need. That's life. You go into an interview and they'll tell you that. They'll say, nah, you're not what we need. Bye. Okay, cool. Thanks for letting me know. Could have been nicer about it. But cool, you know? So I that's fine. And so Deion Sanders has got a lot of just muck and stuff thrown at him. But Coach Whittingham actually approves of what Deion, Deion Sanders is doing. And to quote what Whittingham said at Pac-12 Media Days, he was doing an interview with um, the Buffs beat, which is like, the Sports Illustrated adjacent website slash blog that they have. I don't know. It's all a mess because it's associated with Sports Illustrated. And stay away. Stay far away from Sports Illustrated. I swear half of their articles are written by AI at this point. But Coach Witt did said, it's very interesting what Coach Prime is doing. With the rules structured like they are and the program in the state it was in, which was garbage... Why wouldn't you try something like that? It makes sense. And I agree. I agree with Witt. Like, why wouldn't you try something completely different? Because the way you were going wasn't working. You won one game last year. You've not been competitive at all, except for a one-year aberration since you joined the Pac-12. And you really haven't mattered since you won the national championship, I believe, with Cordell Stewart in 1990. So why not try something completely out of left field, off the rails, crazy? Do it. If it works... You just broke college football and you're ahead of the pack. <laughs> no Pun not intended there. But you're 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 so far in front of other people because you are now the one setting the rules, right? You're the one out there pushing NIL. You're the one pushing the transfer portal saying, I want the best of the best in here and we're going to win and I, I have the track record to prove it. Kind of like what Lane Kiffin used to do at Ole Miss, but now he kind of put his foot firmly in his mouth at the SEC media day saying that NIL and the transfer portal is broken and everybody looks at him and he goes wait wait wait, wait 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 lane this is your territory this this is kind of all a thing because of you and what you did at USC Tennessee uh, Florida Atlantic and now Ole Miss like all this is because of you so anyway I thought it was interesting. I it's a smart thing to do for Coach Witt. He's being he's playing the politician very well here. He's not throwing anybody under the bus. He's not saying people are cheating. He's not saying people are doing things that shouldn't be done. He's just saying it's an interesting way to do it. Let's see if it works out. If it does work out, more power to him. And I agree because kids these kids deserve to be paid. All of this whining and complaining about NIL and it's out of control. I agree it's out of control, but it's capitalism, right? So the market is going to correct itself. People are going to start to figure out, you can't just shovel all of this money at these kids and, oh, it turns out they're an 18 or 19-year-old. They didn't develop into the player that you thought, and so you wasted a million dollars on this kid because he didn't turn out the way you thought he was. He's not a surefire first-round pick. The market's going to correct you just have to give it time. Just look at Texas A and M. Texas A and M, when NIL became legal or was a rule that was allowed, or you know, it doesn't have to be under the table anymore. Texas A and M has been terrible, and it, there, there are no signs of them getting better. But they signed back to back top recruiting classes because of NIL, but because of the institution lacking in coaching or infrastructure or whatever it is and the player's just not panning out, well, there's your first warning. There's your first market correction. Because those boosters over at Texas A&M aren't throwing that money at NIL like they were the first couple of years it was available. They've really toned it back. It's just the market... Allow the market to correct itself instead of whining and complaining that these kids are finally getting their due. These kids deserve to get paid. And I'm not just talking about football, basketball, baseball, gymnastics, soccer, volleyball, lacrosse. You name the sport, the kid deserves to get paid because it's an extracurricular thing they're doing. And you're not paying them, and you're never going to pay them as an institution because you like that free money. Well, Greg Sankey of the SEC the president of notre dame stop whining to your buddies in congress to get something fixed when they have more important things to deal with and just live with it just live with it enjoy it let the market change let recruiting change it's fine it's not going to kill college football you all thought that the bcs computer was going to kill college football Turns out it didn't. You all thought moving from the BCS to the college football playoff was the stupidest idea ever. Oh, I'm sorry. Has college football ever made more money? And then you said expanding the playoff is a bad idea. It's giving too many people a chance to bite at the apple. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you just expand the college football playoff because of the viewing viewer ratings you're getting on those games? So clearly these guys who are running things have no idea what they're talking about, and they're just scared of change. That's what it is. I mean you can see that's how it is in corporate America. They're scared of change when change is proving to be working. Four day work weeks, remote work, workers asking for what they're actually worth, and then working harder because they're getting paid what they're actually worth. I have a lot of thoughts about a lot of it, but suffice it to say I am very excited to see how this the coach prime in Colorado with flipping the entire roster in one off season with a bunch of transfers. I'm excited to see how it works. I really am. I want I hope it works. I hope they get 6 to 7 to 8 wins. Lose to Utah obviously, but 6 to 7 to 8 wins prove that it's work. Prove that it works and then prove that it's sustainable in the future as he continues at Colorado. So I I'm rooting for Coach Prime. I hope it works. I really do. All right, Sprolunkers, that is this week's episode. To wrap it up, I, I, I'm going through a tough spot. Um, Real Salt Lake is not. The Raiders are still the Raiders, and the situation in Colorado with Coach Prime is very interesting. I'd love to hear your thoughts about everything. You can email me at the it's uh, the Matt Cave Pod at g- gmail or if you uh, if you know me on Facebook. Uh, You can message me there. You can post on my wall, whatever. I'd love to talk with you a little bit more. And I will see you all next week when we spelunk back into the Matt Cave.